Hello, 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 my friends. So I'm trying to figure out where I went live and where I didn't, but it looks like I am live, just maybe not everywhere I intended to be. Looks like one of my places is missing. It is. That's okay. We're going to do this. Today, we are talking about sales skills, and I'm super excited because I have got Ryan McKenzie on with me. Ryan McKenzie, if you don't know who he is, first and foremost, he is the author of I Hate Selling for the Fitness Professional. So I'm going to be interviewing Ryan on sales skills. He wrote I Hate Selling for the Fitness Professional because most fitness professionals love helping people change their lives, but many, most of us, all of us struggle to gain new clients and build a profitable business. Ryan developed kind of six simple steps that will empower you to build your business and keep it growing all while maintaining your love for serving your clients and your members. Sounds familiar, right? <laughs> Sounds a lot like what I talk about if you've taken the Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass or done any other trainings with me. So that's what we are going to talk about today. I'm going to bring him on in just a second, but before I do... Let me introduce myself. You guys, get in here. Say hello. Let me know that you're here. I want to, let me ask you this question. I always kind of make up this question on the fly. I should plan it ahead of time, but let me ask you this question. I would love for you to answer it in the comments. What is your biggest fear or frustration around selling? around sales. Tell me what it is that holds you back from making the sales that you would like to make. That's what I want to hear from you. So give me a comment. Let me know what is the thing that's holding you back from selling as much as you would like to. And let me introduce myself. I'm Kelly Coulter. In 2020, I became absolutely obsessed with helping fitness professionals build their businesses so that they could serve their clients during the pandemic. Nowadays, I help coaches just like you make more impact with your perfect clients without adding hours to your day because I teach you to leverage the life-changing work that you're already doing. So these episodes that I do every week are specifically designed to deliver mindset, business, and direct response marketing tips that will truly move the needle on your business. So are you ready to get started? Let's go. So before we get into this, I know I've got a few people watching live, but I also know that for some reason, this failed to stream into the Grow Your Business group. So Terry, if you are watching, if you could put a link into the Grow Your Fitness Business group and let them know to watch either on YouTube or on um, the Kelly L. Coulter page or the Fit Pros Connect page, that would be great because it looks like for some reason we had a technology glitch and this is not going live into the Grow Your Business for Fitness Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group. All right. So while Terry takes care of that for us, I'm going to welcome Ryan to the show. Hello. How's it going? Good to see you. How is it going for you? Good day. It's a good day. I can't complain. I got a, a workout in this morning and uh, worked with a few clients today. So it's uh, it's been fun already. So now, and I get to be on here with you. This is uh, this is exciting. It's a dream come true. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a dream within a dream. 
<laughs> it's so good to have you. So if you don't know Ryan, if you're not in the accelerator, you may not have had a Zoom with him, but he comes into my accelerator program and actually teaches sales skills for my people twice yeah. a month. And they have gotten so much out of it because what I love about what you teach, Ryan, is that it's my philosophy, but in action. <laughs> I always say we are servant leaders. <laughs> right, right. And you have developed a way to take that and put put the action behind that in a way that works for us as fitness professionals. Yeah, it can be tough. Um, first of all, it's really cool to talk with the, your group in there. Um, I know it's been we have a group every is it every other Tuesday, basically something like that. Mm -hmm. Second and fourth Tuesdays, somewhere in that range, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh it's cool to hear the y'all stories and what's going on with your, your business specifically and your struggles and like how we can like, we just kind of frame everything around the sales framework and work on how to build it the right way. And servant leadership is a great, a great phrase. Um, the problem I've had with that is that people think, okay, I'm a servant leader in my business, in my home, uh, when I'm with my clients. But then when it comes to sales, it's like, how, how do I actually be a servant leader? I either need to be cutthroat salesperson or just back off and let them pick whatever they want. And, and they don't know how to actually like lead well and serve well while they're selling well. Yeah. That's, what we've to focus on. that's what we've been trying to focus on the most while we are while in there. Lorraine, Lorraine just said, hey, she was with us this morning. That was awesome. Yay. Lorraine, it was that's great right. talking to you. just had a group this morning. I didn't join in today. <laughs> so good to have Lorraine here. Yeah, and Kathy's here. Tanya's here, of course. So yes. You take you, you take the servant leader concept, the idea that we're here to help and that in order to help, we have to be leaders because people are looking for someone who has the knowledge that they don't have, that has the confidence that they don't have. And they're looking yeah. for us to say, I can help you follow me. And we have trouble with the follow me part when it comes mm -hmm. to when we put a dollar sign in front of it. Yeah, all of a sudden money comes up or me personally making money as, as the fitness professional comes up and I feel guilty mm -hmm. or I feel underqualified or I start to get greedy and I'm like trying to manipulate things and make more money, right? So there's just- Or graspy because you have like specific needs at a specific time, yeah. I heard somebody the other day, I don't know why I've never heard this before, but apparently it's a common term. It said you have sales breath. Commission breath is what they called it. Yes, right? it's I just like, that too. Like, you just you, you can tell when you're speaking, like everything you say, you just need to make the sale. Like you you need it, and um, that doesn't come across very well, right? That's really it's a really weird spot to be in. It's not a good thing for your client. It's not a good thing for your business at all. Um, but we want to try to take that and turn it into a um, you know place where we can really serve. And, and not feel guilty for making a profit on what we do and not feel guilty for making good money for what we do. Because uh, we were talking this morning, Lorraine was in there and um, a couple others who were just saying how it's actually the, if you're doing good things with your money, it is good to make money. It is a good thing. So you can put it back into your business. You can put it into what you're passionate about and you can help other people in big ways. Now, if you're doing bad stuff with your money and you're not a good person, then stop that, you know, just stop. <laughs> And um, and do good. Things. Yeah, with Ryan, he's a good person. Yeah. To stop yeah. Just just go do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Right. Yeah, I'm just assuming 
we're on the same page with that right now. If you're not, then that's between you and God, you know, so whatever you got to do. <laughs> well, you know, we talk about that in the serve lead sell master class too, because um, I get into a whole thing about women needing to not feel guilty about growing their business and not feel guilty mm -hmm. about making money because women in this world need to be more empowered and, and money is empowerment. You don't, it doesn't mean that you're just like collecting it and hoarding it up. You can do whatever you want with it. And when you make money, you have choices. So when you're making sales, you have choices. When you're not making sales, you have commission breath and you're desperate. Yeah. Yeah. I think it applies to everybody. You're right. Like just the idea, like if you want to do, if you have a, most people get into fitness because they want to help people. Right. Mm -hmm. And they want to, they have a story themselves. There's someone close to them that has a story where they needed, uh, they had a life-changing moment with, um, with weight loss or um, uh, some kind of injury history or some kind of uh, uh, you know internal is issue that they they were overcome because they got healthier. You know, and so we want to help people overcome those things, um, or or they just they've seen really positive things through it. So th there's a lot of good that can come from it, and um, a lot you can't of do it if you don't sell. Yeah, a lot of times when you're motivated by a really noble cause, it almost feels like you should do it for free. But then if you don't sell, you can't continue on that, right? Like it's unless you, yeah, you really can't. It's, you need money to make things work sometimes. That's, that's the reality of it. So um, we don't want to be the faker. We don't want to be the taker. We, we want to, in my book, we call it the rainmaker, which is like, you know, it's kind of a cheesy term, but it sticks. The faker, the taker, and the rainmaker. Like the, the faker is the guy who's just like trying to, figure it out and, uh, you know, do what you want. And I hope you, whatever you want to do, I'll, I'll, discounting prices to get people in. The taker is like the, the used car salesman that just whatever I got to do to make the sale and manipulate you into it. The rainmaker listens, cares, wants, wants things to grow the right way and uh, yeah. makes good money for it. You know, it's. Yeah. So I often talk about that in terms of identifying the right people having mm -hmm. conversations with everyone. And then instead of be thinking that your job in a conversation is to sell them, mm -hmm. instead thinking about it in terms of my job in, within a conversation is to identify the people that I know that I can really help with my higher level program. Okay. So that way I'm empowered to add value for anyone. I'm empowered yeah. to have a conversation with anyone and say, okay, well, I see where you're doing this. Maybe you could do this a little bit differently, but at the same time, I'm looking and I'm saying, okay, this person has these goals and they've already done X, Y, Z. They are right to come in and I can help them more if they join the accelerator. And that's when I can have that conversation. For everybody else, I don't ever have to offer to them because they're not right for the program. And I think that's what's really cool about the framework that you teach because you also take them through that same. Yeah, so if, if you look at sales as a step-by-step -step approach, almost like a, a test. Like you're, oh, it's kind of what you're saying is like, I want to, are they the right person to offer something to? Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what our, our framework for the, I hate selling looks like it's uh, we use the doctor as our acronym. Um, whole other backstory to that with the doctor, but basically they're the best salespeople. You never knew were salespeople, right? Like they um, are caring if they're good doctors, they are kind if they're good doctors, but they're not, so desperate for you to take their, to buy their mm -hmm. prescription, their, whatever they're providing for you. Say, Hey, this will help. Do you want it or not? Go fill the prescription. You know, that's yeah. kind of the attitude it's caring, but still sort of detached. So we use that doctor acronym. I know fitness professionals have trouble with doctors sometimes because they cut too much or they pr 
prescribe too much, but for sake of time, just let's stay with the doctor. Um, <laughs> Suspend your disbelief for a minute. <laughs> yeah, just for a minute. Yeah. But the, um, it's six questions that you ask yourself. And if you can pass those tests with the person you're talking to, then you know you're ready to take the next step, right? So same idea, like what you're saying, is this the right person I'm talking to? Am I going to present the right thing? So the the first one is just D, we started that acronym. Do they know that I care? Mm-hmm. Like not do I care, because a lot of people care. Um, not am I pretending to care, but do they really know that I care? Um, and that's, that's a big question. I think most people don't start with that. They start way down the list much further. We'll get to the, like, what's the price and like all that other stuff and what's the deal and all these things. But before anything else, do they know that I care? And that needs to be outwardly shown, like on your social media posts, on your um, interactions, on, on any emails you send out, on like even when they step into your gym or your studio, wherever you're at, like into your classroom, whatever you're doing. Do they know that you care? Does everything set up around you? Does the culture, does the environment, does the atmosphere you provide through posts, through lighting, through whatever it is, does it show that it's about them and you care? Or does it show it's about me? It's about what I want and I don't care about you. And you might care a lot, but everything's pointing at you. Like, look at me, look how great I am. And and people don't pick that up. So maybe you struggle with sales because you're not really showing people. Yeah, that's what it starts with. I love that. So this is a great segue. What I've noticed within the accelerator is that the people who dig in not only on like the step-by-step skills that I give them, but then really, really care about their sales, really care about learning that skill of having conversations that are comfortable and relationship-based and service-based, but that result in sales from the right customers those are the accelerators that do the best. And those are the accelerators that learn to systematize their lead generation because they care about having those conversations constantly. And I think that's really cool. Um, And I wanted to hear what your thoughts are in terms of maybe the people that dig in on those skills and then do the best with them. Yeah, so that's a good point. So any system can work. Um, the sales system that, that you have, that I have, that we, like, the, the frameworks, it all can work if you have the right, uh, if you have good character and you have the right heart and you work hard enough, right? So that anything can work. Um, but I think showing them that they you really care, digging that makes the biggest difference. So like when you really talk about systematizing, you talk about um, multiplying what you're doing and bringing leads in, like most people want to jump right there. And it's so easy when you do that to say, okay, I'm going, I need more clients. I need more leads. I need more, I need a, I need systems in place and organization in place. And that's all good stuff, right? Like it's all stuff where we want to get there, but the, 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 the strain I see or the struggle I see is people jump from like, okay, I, I want to get there down the road to, I need it right now. And I'm going to get there right now. And so they force it. Rather than like, and, and when you do that, you miss out, like all of a sudden you lose your personality, you lose your personal touch mm-hmm. and the individual touch that you had. And it turned into this machine that you just try to pump people through so you can find the right person rather than like, I want to show each one of these people mm-hmm. within my system that I care about them. And if yeah. I don't take my time with that to build it the right way, then it's just going to feel like this very impersonal cog in a machine just dump a bunch in, spit a bunch out. I have to go through a ton of people and a ton of leads and a ton of calls just to find the right person. You can make sales that way. 
but you won't build a relationship that way. And you won't yeah. build very much um, what's allegiance or what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like loyalty that way. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll be on to the next thing. That's the bigger, better thing. As soon as they find a bigger, better system to join into. Right. Yeah. So, it's a good place to be, to have leads, to have stuff like that. I don't want to down that at all. Like have that system in place. But if that's your only goal is to have a system in place, you don't really want to be a fitness professional. You just want to have, you want to go work for click funnels and, and build up funnels, right? That's all you want to do. So go do that, you know? But um, I would I would caution people on trying to put those systems in place and looking too big first. When mm. every giant gym, every big gym that you think you're comparing yourself to every person on Facebook or Instagram that looks like they've got a massive online business. They probably don't. They just, they just try to look like it. Like the or way- it's been 10 years in the making and now it yeah, just looks yeah. like an overnight success because you're seeing it everywhere. Yeah. And the, the and one thing those people great. wish they could do is be personal and say, I wish I had individual one-on-one conversations with people. I worked at a, a massive gym in Orlando. We had 8,000 members um, high paying gym, like really like top of the line thing. And our biggest fear was these mom and pop studios said they actually know the name of everybody that comes to them. How do we get smaller as we're getting bigger? Like that was our conversation every week in our leadership meetings is like, those places are going to put us out of business because they know the names of everybody. When we had one F seven, two, five, seven, five was Cause there's seven John Smiths that go to this gym. You know, there's so many people that you can't know them all by name. It's impossible. That is so interesting. And it ties in so much with a lot of what I teach before, before I kind of jump in, let me ask everybody that's watching, have you either been sold or been attracted by one of those like lead generation systems where they teach you, okay, you, you have to do the, these emails and you have to, you know, pull people into the top of your funnel this way and then pull them down this way. Mm-hmm. And then you found that it just didn't work because you had no idea where your like starting point was. Right. That's exactly why I teach it so differently where I'm, I have my clients putting their program in place and selling it to their hot people first so that they're actually coaching. Now you know what you're actually selling to people before you build any kind of system like that. But the other piece that I heard you say was, um, oh shoot, it lost, it left me. Let's move on. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It wasn't very yeah, good. It wasn't a good point. No good. Yeah. Biggest mistake that you see people make when they first start digging in on really learning these sales skills. Um, biggest mistake. So yeah, they, there's a point in the sales system where you collect money, right? Where you sign people up. So most people in their haste and in their zeal to like, want to be really good at their job and get better at selling, they jump right to that point. So when we're, when we're at our talking about money phase and you start to get bold and like, man, now I'm, I'm confident with my price. I'm confident with my program. Like you start to know your program. You start to know your price. You start to know what your um, what your big offer is, it very quickly can turn into, here's my program, here's my price, here's my big offer. And they post it everywhere rather than staying true to like what people really care about. Um, and maybe we can, you know, mm-hmm. looking at social selling and stuff too, this is where it, where, where it comes in a lot is um, we, we just want to post about us. We just want to talk about, here's my six week program. Here's my 12 week program. Here's my three week challenge. Here's my this. It's only $9.99. It's only $7.99. It's only... $1,200. It's only a dollar, whatever it is. Like we talk about price. We talk about our programs. 
And that is a huge mistake. Those are price and features and benefits and never results. Yeah. Yeah, And even, yeah. Yeah. So even, even talking, people are better when they talk about results, like that's better than features, benefits, price, obviously, but there's something even deeper than that is getting to like the people that are following you, the people that are watching you, the people that are with you feeling like, you know, them personally. So Mm -hmm. I know where you're at right now. I under, I can, I show you that I care. I know what your real pain is. Like mm-hmm. the second step two in the, in the, if you guys have following along, it's ouch, where's the pain, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, uh, if you jump in our calls, we talk about this all the time. So I don't need to rehash all of it, but, um, or if you've read the book, I hate selling that that's, you can just click that or not click it. Just take that copy paste in Amazon. You can find it. Um, yeah. but anyway, where's their pain? It's not just, I used to be, I see people walk into the gym and be like, Oh, they have a bad back or they have bad hips. I need to work on this with them. But if I didn't like really let them talk through it, if I didn't really let them know that I cared about them and that I understood their pain, I see where they're at and I'm meeting them where they're at. I just said, hey, here's my six week hip program. You need it. I, I could be completely accurate. And I got pretty good at knowing just by the way people walked or the way they held themselves, where they like were like their posture, like what would help them, what would fix them. It doesn't sell anything. It doesn't matter how many certifications I have or how good I am at prescribing things. They need to know that they're seen. They need to know they're cared for. And I need to I need to build a relationship there to really if, if I'm selling high level coaching, you know, if it's a if it's a dollar, if it's a dollar fifty app or a three dollar app or something, then just blast. Even it. then nobody's gonna buy it if they're if they're not actively looking for it. And the first step to that is letting them be heard. We, even if you think you know. Yeah. Just letting them be heard. I I just find so often that. I know the first 10 minutes of a call, I just need to let them talk. Yes, I'm going to take notes down. I'm going to hear what they have to say. And I'm really going to connect back the ways that I can help them with what they said. Yeah, It starts with letting them talk. Yeah. Just letting them be heard. So you mentioned social selling. I want to dig in on that for a second. We, we had committed to kind of keeping this right at a half hour today. So um, social selling is kind of a buzzword you're hearing all over the place lately. For me, that refers to the ability to take someone from a watcher on social media to somebody that you have an actual relationship with that you've contributed value into their life and then they become a customer. So that's kind of like the basics there. What are your thoughts on social selling? I got lots. Um, (laughs) um, Most people go to ads and lead funnels and whatever, click, all that click for whatever, all that stuff. But um, I, I like to just... The heart of it is to think why are that why is that person on social media in the first place, right? So why are they even online in the first place? Why are they on that platform at that time of day? Why are they even there? And so if my if my day ends, or I have a break in the day at lunch or something, I'm just scrolling, watching some reels, or I'm I'm looking through and, and finding arguments on Facebook or whatever it is that I want to look for, and I see an ad that disrupts the reason why I'm there then I don't want to see that anymore, right? Like get away from me, ignore. Most people swipe it away. Some people like that's annoying, exit out. I'm not interested. Don't want to follow that anymore, right? That's that's honestly what will happen. So mm-hmm. if we can keep that in mind while we're talking about stuff, I think giving stuff away for free can be very powerful, but in short, small segments that are like worth it to your clients. So 
if, if you know who your ideal client is, like what you're talking about, the person you want that you're, you're, what did you call them? Your, um, I forget the term you use. Like the perfect person, future buyer. Your perfect future buyer. If you know who they are, you really know, they know that you care about them. You know, their pain, you know what they're, if they're committed or just complaining, you know, all the stuff like that usually goes on these points. And that only comes from hearing people talking to people. Right. So once you've talked to mm -hmm. enough people and once you've heard enough people, you know, okay, if my perfect future buyer, my ideal client is on Facebook or Instagram or real or TikTok or whatever, or YouTube, and they're scrolling through and they're looking for stuff, then I want to put something on there that disrupts them in a way that they're like, I need that. I want more of that. That doesn't disrupt them in a way that says, why are you bothering me? Right. So yeah. just get out of my face, get away. But like, oh, I, that's interesting to me. So instead of, hey, here's a five minute workout you can do right now at home. Or here's a 30 minute workout you can do right when now. They didn't ask for it and they, they don't want it. it. They don't want it. They're laying in bed. They're, they're eating ice cream, watching TV and scrolling at the same time. You could say, hey, here's why you might have a bad back. Here's why your knees might hurt. Here's why whatever the big issue is for most of your clients. Give a 30 second clip. If you if you want more help with that, just just reply. Let me know right now. Like mm -hmm. it's as simple as that. Just a quick little like I know this is probably bothering you. If you have trouble sleeping. Here's your thing. If you if your back feels tight right now, listen to this. This is one thing that can help you. Like little quick little segments of exactly the pain point you know. Does it hurt to pick up your grandkids, right? Yeah. Can you not get down on the ground and roll around with your grandkids? Here's one thing you do to start recovering your knees or recovering your back. And yeah. give them 30 seconds of something they can do right now, real simple. And then say, save it for later. Just I know you probably want to do this right now. You're probably at work or probably laying in bed, but save it for later when you feel motivated. Yeah. And then let me know how it went. So little things like that go a long way it's not a hey guys i got a new program and it's only this much money it's only six weeks long it's going to help you a lot and the results are great the results are awesome you're going to want it like if i'm scrolling at night and i'm just at, or i'm at work I don't, don't sell me help. something I'm not yep. so but if you can give me one tip that i can say i can literally click save on there and it'll save it for later so i can go yeah. back that it, it increases your what is it your uh your growth your social your capital growth, right and then also that person is more likely to respond and start a conversation. So what can I post? Mm -hmm. What can I, what can I do to start a real conversation with real people is much more valuable to me than mm -hmm. how many leads can I get in because I, I ran an ad campaign, right? Yeah. But if I can start a real conversation with real people, I'm going to make a sale because I'm going to find out who they really are and what they really need and yeah. show them that I really care about them. Um, so that's, that's where, okay. that's where my thoughts are there. It's, I've yeah. got more, but that's where, I'd, that's where I'd start with. Well, the reason that we had, um, started talking about social selling today when we were in the pre, we, we talked before, of course you came on and, um, I am going to be doing a social selling training. Love it. I committed to doing a free training this month. I don't usually do free with my group, but I'm going to do a free training this month and it's going to be on social selling. So it's going to be all about the steps um, to like starting that conversation and then bringing them into all the way to where they would get on a Zoom with you and you would actually be having an offer conversation with them. So I'm really excited about that. And That's everybody good. just be on the lookout for those details coming soon. Yeah, I'll do that. That's big. Yeah, it's going to be so like good. Money. Yeah. And it, so tell us how people could work with you if they're interested. Of course, they could join the accelerator. But if you if you have a team, you specialize in teams outside of the coaching that you do with me. Is that right? Yeah. So I, I still do some training a little bit here and there, like personal training. I've, and I, that's just fun. I think I'll always kind of keep a couple clients because it's just keeps me in the trenches a little bit. And I like that. But but to your point, I, 
I work with uh, teams of trainers. If you've got a, either whether the trainers are doing the sales for membership or they're doing sales for personal training. Um, and if you've got a business that's going to grow in your sales process, making sure that everything's laid out in, in place, I work with people. I do a program where I can, um, I can, I can dig in personally to your business. So it's not a, um, I've done online courses in the past. I've done stuff like that, but I really prefer, and I've gone back to just, I want to work one-on-one with the team mm-hmm. leads. I want to work one to a small group with the, the team itself and help people that want to actually get better at this sales thing. Cause sales is the lifeblood. You said this, heard this many times, the lifeblood of your business. Like if you don't have people coming in the door, you're going to, it's going to die out eventually. Right. So you got to have new people coming in. So that's everything from the marketing, what the feel of the marketing should be to the, the, the sign them up to the get referrals, like, and, and keep that rolling through. Like mm-hmm. it, it makes it a very natural and organic process. So I love doing that. If anybody, like I said, if anybody is interested in doing that, you can reach out to Kelly or email me Ryan at training with Ryan is all it is. Ryan at training with Ryan. So beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So you guys, Ryan, thank you so much. Give everybody that's watching, whether you're watching live or in the replay, give us some hearts, give us some fire. Let us know how much you appreciate it. Now I can steal your fingerprint and. (laughs) Is that that a real thing? Chat GPT just stole my fingerprint and now it's forever. There it is. Look at that, man. (laughs) You're not afraid. Identity theft. Identity. That's crazy. <laughs> Deep fake fingerprints is the new. Start investing in it now. You heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> Brian, thank you so much for being here. It was a really good talk. Hey, I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you guys. It. All right. Bye. So you guys, Ryan McKenzie, he is amazing. He has helped so many of my accelerators really go from feeling like scared or weird about sales to understanding that it can be just a super comfortable relationship-based, service-based conversation and um, helping them bring only the right people into their programs through that process of the doctor process, just bringing, um, what do I want to say? Discovering the needs and then filling them. All right. So look for that social selling training information coming soon to your email. If you're not on our email, DM me or Terry or Tanya, let us know so we can get you on the email list. Look for the information in the group. And if you are watching on YouTube, please please make sure that you subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure that you give me a like and I will see you guys next week. 